Hey, pet lovers, welcome to Pet Lover Geek, powered by Pet Hub. I'm Lorian Clements, and today we are talking about such an important thing, adoption of fur babies. And we're going to really dig down deep uh, with our guest today about why photos of adoptable pets are such a key part of the equation of getting pets into their forever homes. Because I know you know that when you look at a picture uh, online or whatever of an adoptable pet, and a lot of times they're maybe in a cage at the shelter or maybe outside in the yard where they look really sad or they're like surrounded by things that are like, you know, depressing, frankly, because they're in that shelter situation. You're kind of like, oh, I don't know. And that takes away from your enjoyment of actually searching for this beautiful pet that's going to join your family. So the person we are talking to today has developed a really magical photo editing software tool that is helping shelters and rescues address this problem. Her name is Jessica Schlater. She is the founder and CEO of Adoptimize, and her company helps shelters and rescues all over publish really beautiful photos of the furry friends that we are all trying to bring into our home. So their process has been shown to drive more engagement online and get pets home at a higher rate. So I know you want to learn more. Stick around. We've got just a quick little short break, and then we're going to get on to this interview. Hang tight. Welcome to Pet Lover Geek, Jessica. Hello, thanks for having me, Lorian. Well, super excited. You and I have known each other for a long time now. It feels like several years. Yeah. Um, and But before we get started, I wanted to say that I love what you're doing. I have been watching you for now, what, three, four years that you've been in this space. And I've been really excited to watch your journey. And I love what you're doing to help pets and their humans uh, get together. So with that being said, I would love it if you could just kind of talk about how you got started in this pet space. Because um, when I met you, you were doing you know graduate school work, but you were also, what were you, like schlepping candy? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so talk a little bit about how you got here. So before I... Uh, started optimizing and got into animal sheltering. I had an eight-year career building digital products and running uh, multinational marketing campaigns um, from the ad agency point of view and worked for worked on an array of things. There was one point where I was working on a Star Trek theme park in the country of Jordan, which never came about. <laughs> Random. Uh, right. All the way to... Uh, uh, candy bars. And so there was a day where I was sitting in my cubicle working on a Butterfinger campaign. And I realized that it was like an actual aha moment. Um, I, was, I realized that my impact on the world was being measured quite literally in the number of candy bars I could sell. And for me, that wasn't the impact I wanted to have. So I started volunteering around at the animal shelters in Los Angeles. And I was um, shocked at the lack of data and technology that really impeded the shelter's ability to connect with the public and serve the animals that they really wanted to do. Like they really wanted to do right by all these animals. They just didn't have the tools. So I decided to uh, switch careers. And to do that, I got an MBA thinking that I would go into nonprofit management of an animal shelter that was a tech forward animal shelter eventually. 
But in the MBA program, I started Adoptmize, and the concept for Adoptmize is actually pretty different from what it is now. But um, I got the seed funding through a pitch competition to build the minimal viable product, and the rest is history. Yeah, I love it. And I, you and I met when you were doing your MBA studies. Yeah. Uh, and I remember at the time thinking, oh, man, she's one to watch. Uh, <laughs> and it's true. Um, so, and I'm also in that startup world, so I totally get the ups and downs and crazy challenges that the roller coaster ride of doing a startup can be. So uh, let's just dig into that right then and there. So you started Optimize. You already said that it's a lot different than what you originally thought it would be. So I'd love it if you can kind of like talk about that journey that when you first started, you know, what your vision was and then where it went and all those challenges that you had along the way to get to where you are now. So originally I wanted to build a piece of software that could match people to pets online based on people's online behavior. And my hypothesis was, okay, so if you're on Facebook and you're signed up for a half marathon, you might be a good fit for an active dog. And then we'd show you an ad of the Husky in the local shelter. And there were a couple of reasons this didn't work. Um, one was shelters didn't want this um, because it relied a lot on breed labels and um, the animal sheltering at the time was moving towards um, basically losing breed labels, judging um, pets by their personalities and not the way they look. Um, and then the other thing was that we, we couldn't do it because the pictures coming out of the shelters were so bad that you couldn't reasonably show an ad of a pet that's at the shelter and say, this is your perfect match because it would be a pretty ugly photo. Um, and no one would click on it and no one would believe that that was really the pet that was the perfect one for them. So Adoptimize is an animal shelter software that generates high quality photos in just a couple seconds. Um, and what this does for shelters is it significantly increases adoption and re return to home rates and moves pets to the shelter faster because these photos showcase the animals better online and people are more likely to click on those profiles and thus adopt those pets. Yeah, I want to get into the return to home thing, because of course, with what we do here at Pet Hub, that's why it's like, ooh, I want to learn more about that. But, you know, having done uh, software product development uh, here at Pet Hub, you know, there's a lot of times you go in and you're like, this is the idea. This is going to be the solution that everybody's going to want. And just like you were like, oh, hmm, they don't really want that, but they want this other thing that we hadn't really thought of before. And uh, so when you're talking to that customer and you're trying to figure out what is their pain point, when you think you figure out what that pain point is and then you completely basically re-envision what you're going to do, what's that like then to go back to them and say, hey, I know we chatted before and you didn't really want what we were talking about, but now I got this other great idea. What was the, you know, reaction for adopting, adoptimize once you figured out the photo thing? So I'll be honest, we actually, this, the original solution for the photo thing also wasn't a fit. Um, we over-engineered the problem. So basically what we said was it's so hard to get a good photo at intake of a pet in a shelter. Let's skip the photo process. Let's take a video instead. So the original version of Adoptimize that was geared towards photos was actually a video product. So we set up, um, we had five pilot shelters that where we set up a physical, uh, essentially backdrop and video camera plugged into a computer. And we launched that across the US and we found out in three of the five shelters that the animal control officers kind of hacked the system, like in a good way, um, to upload photos. 
And what that told us was that the video process that we provided them, even though it only took 30 seconds to upload an animal, was one, too long. Um, two, wasn't mobile enough. So the, the animal control officers were uploading photos from in the kennels rather than in the place that we were taking the videos. And the upload process was much shorter. So it was taking too much time to take a video. The upload process with a photo was much shorter and it was more mobile. Yeah. And ultimately it turns out that people know how to take better photos than they do videos. And that's something that we learned by looking at the footage. Isn't that funny? Yeah. So we had built an algorithm to find the best shot of a dog from a video. And it turns out we didn't need that. What we needed was a simple way to take the shelter out of the shelter photo. Yeah. Yeah. I I think it's great. I love, by the way, listening to a fellow entrepreneur, like really honing down into that pain point and really figuring out like, where can we turn a lever that will make a difference for these people? Because so many, so many startups that you see out there, they come, they have this great idea and they're almost in love with the idea so much that they really are low to listen to the customer, the person who's going to be using it. And so it might be a cool, shiny product, but it's not really at the end of the day what people right. want or need. So I love the fact that you did that. So then let's chat about that. So what's the process now for a shelter or a rescue that's using it? What, what does that look like for them? So Adoptimize is a web app, which means it's like a piece of software that lives on the internet. So you can access it on your desktop, your tablet, your phone. Um, and all you have to do is upload a photo of the pet that you take either on your phone or with a webcam. And the software does the rest. We take out the background, we replace it with a cute, brightly colored background, add in shadows, automatically edit the pet. And we do this all in 15 seconds so that then you click to download and then upload into your animal management system like you would any other photo. That's awesome. And it is very quick because that was going to be my next question. I mean, is this something that has to go, the magic has to happen elsewhere and then it comes back or like essentially instantaneous? Yeah, it is really fast. Um, the... That used to be one of our bigger pain points was that it was taking too long to upload. And once we we went from uh, large video file sizes to small photos, everything just went faster. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, okay, now let's dig into, because you mentioned earlier, you know, better adoption rates, better return to home. Let's dig into some of those case studies because I love the results that you guys are getting. So let's just start with the one that you love the most. Which case study do you think like best epitomizes why Adoptimize is so needed? Um, my favorite case study is the city of El Paso, Texas. Uh, they've been using Adoptimize for over a year, and we ran their one-year report a couple months ago, and the results were pretty staggering. Um, the For them, the huge impact was the return-to-home mm-hmm. impact. They saw a 105% higher return-to-home rate for dogs with Adoptimize images compared to dogs without. And what that did was it saved them over half a million dollars in cost of care over the course of the year. And the way that works is that the pets that would have been on the 10-day length of stay adoption track were then put on the two-day length of stay return to home track, which essentially saved eight days across thousands of dogs. And that's what ended up basically giving El Paso more resources to work with. So let's break that down a little bit because obviously here at Pet Hub, that's what we do is we help lost pets get home through our system. But it's basically when folks have a a dog that's missing and they're going and looking at the shelter photos, they're more quickly able to identify their pet. Is that basically what it breaks down to? Yeah. So what we have is we have these cute, uh, brightly colored backgrounds. And what I think is happening is people are 
clicking on these images more, they're more likely to examine them. And then as a result for the return to owners, they're more likely to uh, recognize their pet online. Mm-hmm. Um, for adoptions, they're more likely to go adopt them. We did a study with adoptapet.com about a year ago, um, and we compared pets with adoptomized images to pets without, and we saw that the pets with adoptomized images had double the click rate. Um, they saw 33% more unique views. So more, they were, those, those pets were more exposed to ad- more adopters. And the time on the page was also uh, about double. Wow, that's fantastic. Well, I like to just for the, I mean, I know we're, we're ba- essentially just radio here, so you can't really see it, but do, right. do, do you know, we'll give you the website address uh, in, in the post that you found this on, but go and look at those pictures because to me, they're almost like three-dimensional pictures. They have such depth to them, and with the shadow that you guys add and everything like that, they, they are very rich, even though they're super simple, and I love that. Uh, about them. I'd love to, if you can talk about, so one of the things that I noticed when we were digging into your site, there's different structures there for different types of organizations. And I'd like for you to talk about that. Like there's a, there's a different thing for shelters and for rescues and for fosters. And, and what are the differences there and the nuances there for what you guys are doing? Yeah. So the way we have our payment models are, uh, they're different because different shelters need different things. Um, so we have both a monthly subscription, um, if you'd like to pay, uh, based on your annual intake, um, that's usually best for rescues because they have lower, um, intakes. And so, and the, the, it doesn't go above 50 bucks a month, um, for larger municipal shelters, um, we have a pay per performance model where a shelter only pays for pets that have positive outcomes that have adoptomized images. Oh, that's, that's genius because that way, you know, you're kind of putting your money where your mouth is with, with what yes. you're doing. And it, it also takes away that, and I know from working with municipal shelters, sometimes they're not willing to try something new that has a big price tag attached to it. So this is a great way for them to try before they buy. And fosters, how does that work? How does a foster, I'm assuming it's for foster parents or for foster programs and shelters or all of the above? Yeah, so last year, uh, Best Friends Animal Society and Amazon sponsored us to adapt our technology for all the fosters that were happening as a result of COVID. Mm. And so it's a free, it's foster.adoptimize.co, and it is a free uh, upload tool where you can upload up to five animals and we'll, um, it's just, it's a free software for everyone. Yeah, that's awesome because you're, you're right. With the pandemic, there's been a huge growth in that foster and I actually frankly hope it stays that way because I think it's better in the long run uh, for the animals to not be in a cage Uh, and I'm I can't think of a single animal welfare person who would disagree with that right (laughs) but um so I would love if you could kind of talk about the future of Adoptimize where does it go from here I mean is it a perfect product right now or do you see applications in the future uh, or things maybe that excite you about where this is taking you I don't think I will ever be happy with it because it's always going to be growing. I mean, I sorry, I let's take a step back. I don't think it's ever going to be perfect because it always needs to be growing and adapting to the changing landscape of animal sheltering. Right. So we're actually piloting a new type of paid ad pet adoption listing with Best Friends Animal Society right now and the city of Pasadena, Texas. And what's interesting about this is Right now, shelter pets are missing out on the very first part of the pet adoption process, which is awareness, because they don't offer paid ads. So 
in the channels that people are already on, they're getting advertised over 6,000 ads every day. And shelter pets are really missing out on that consideration process. So um, the, the process between do I adopt and do I or do I buy from a breeder? Mm-hmm. By the time you get to PetFinder or AdoptAPet.com, you've already made that decision. Mm-hmm. So there's a big education component that um, shelters are missing out on. And also, it's a, paid ads are also an opportunity to expand the existing adopter network that a lot of that, that can be really limited for a lot of um, humane societies. Uh, so what we're doing is we're running paid ads to test whether um, they move the pets to the shelter faster or increase adoption rates. And we already have the ads live and we'll be testing it through the month of August to see how this affects the population. That's exciting. And I think, you know, I'm thinking for a lot of people who have had pets before, like I do believe that shelters and rescues are often one of the first things on our minds because we've been in that space, particularly when you're talking though about new adoptees or new potential pet parents. There is such a wasteland in front of you, but like, where do I go? How do I even start? You might even just have an idea based on a friend's dog or a dog you saw in a show or something like that, that you think is cute. You may not, sometimes you don't even know the name of the breed. Uh, So I do think that that is actually a, a great opportunity for you guys. I would love if you could talk a little bit about when you're a pet parent and just, if you have any data, I don't know if you do, do you have any data about that potential pet parent when they're looking at it, what their reactions are, like what you've gotten feedback from pet parents that have found pets through Adoptimize? I don't have a lot of access to the data yet because we've only been running the ads for a week. <laughs> so what we're... Oh, I mean, I mean, like just in general with your whole system, like the whole system of Adoptimize. I mean, I know you've got the data of more pets are getting through the shelters, but have you got, actually gotten a chance to talk to, you know, the everyday person that's seeing these photos, like what their reaction is or anything like that? What we see in like comments on social media is kind of like, oh, how cute and oh, save him and all of that. But honestly, we haven't done an in-depth um, kind of post-adoption study yet. And it's an interesting part of um, one of our struggles with being, we don't have access to adopters, is not being able to get that data. We, are, are, we serve shelters. And so the shelters are the, the conduit mm-hmm. between the adopters. And so we haven't been able to do a, an easy, quick study like of that yet. Is there any plans in the future then to make this a consumer-facing product that maybe could help fund the other parts of the project? Yes. Uh, So it's something that we're looking at right now that we're testing with a couple of uh, pet startups is the ability of the adoptimized technology to create custom pet portraits that are used for customer retention and loyalty. So, um, for example, Chewy, the big pet retailer, um, makes over 50,000 custom pet portraits of for their customers in their loyalty program every year. And they're all manual, custom-painted portraits. And what Adoptimize can offer startups is the ability to get digital custom pet portraits at the fraction of a cost that also surprise and delight their customers. So we're exploring that right now. My whole goal is to ultimately make Adoptimize free for shelters because they need it the most. Yeah, that that would be, I guess that's kind of where I'm getting at. It seems like there's such a, uh, it's kind of ripe for being able to fund itself. And so I know you've done it. I mean, you can see too, like uh, with the way you already have some of your uh, services out there that are clearly funded or sponsored by places like AWS and things like that helping you. So that's really great. We've got just a couple minutes left. Is there anything else that you want our listeners to know about before we sign off for the day? 
So for Adoptimize, something that we could really use help with is just letting shelters know about us. Um, we're in about 170 shelters across the country, so that's actually a very small fraction of the shelters that are out there. So either sharing Adoptimize with your local shelter, or if you're a pet care startup um, if, and you're interested in custom pet portraits, we'd love to pilot uh, the new system with you. Awesome. That, thank you so much. And tell people where they can find you online. You can find us at www.adoptimize.co. That is A-D-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E dot C-O. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jessica. Delight to have you. Love what you're doing. And I can't wait to see what happens next with oh, Adoptimize you. and you. So thank you so much for joining us today, everyone. You know, I, I love it when we have startups that are out there that find pain points, start solving problems that are helping pet parents, that are helping shelters, that are helping all of us that love these fur kids so much. So if you're listening and want to learn more about Adoptimize, I'm going to say the website again so you can make sure to get it. It is adoptimize.co. That is the word adopt, I-M-I-Z-E dot C-O. All right. Now, thanks for sticking with us today. And as always, if you have ideas about things that are geeky and furry and wonderful that you want us to dig into for Pet Lover Geek, please just drop us a line on any one of our social media channels. And make sure that you tune in next time to Pet Lover Geek, powered by 